0: back to another episode of Believe in Duke, sponsored by Bet Online. I'm your host, Sheldon Williams, and here's your co-host, Steve Wiseman. What's going on, Steve?
1: Hey, Sheldon. Good to see you again. And uh, actually, we were in the same building yesterday at uh, uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium watching the Blue Devils uh, get that win over Florida State. How was your weekend back on campus?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That, that's our first time actually being in the same you know area uh, since we started this podcast. So it was pretty cool to actually be face-to-face for the first time yeah. Uh, but, be, but being back on campus, I mean, I was more of a tourist, you know. Um, I'm going around campus. I'm like, oh, this used to be here. This used to be there. I'm like, I don't I don't recognize a lot of things because so many different renovations that they've done and expanding on to do campus it has been like amazing. I mean. I wish I wouldn't have went to Duke, you know, during this time, because there was <laughs> a lot more options to do, you know, eating uh, wise and yeah. know, things to do, especially even around the, the campus of Duke University, like uh, just, just outskirts. It's been, you know, so much things that's new now and a lot of eating options as well, too. So it's, it's pretty cool to see that.
1: Yeah. You don't have to go downtown or anything or whatever, over, or over to Ninth Street. Now you can stay on the West Campus area, right? Yeah, you can. You, you can.
0: So. Although I did go back to, a. Uh, my two favorite restaurants when I was at Duke was Parama's and Kanki, you know, the hibachi style, you know, yeah. food. So Absolutely. I had to go back there and uh, kind of pay homage to, you know, my go-to meal when I was at Duke. <laughs> Good for you.
1: And you had your fiance with you, so that was a nice uh, – inter- had she been to Duke before or was that her first time?
0: So, no, she has not been to Duke. Uh, she's been to the state of Carolina, but she has not been to Duke. Um, I will say that this was her first time actually, you know, experiencing not only the campus – but actual home game, we went to the Ohio State game. Uh, you know, she's from Columbus and she went to Ohio State, so sure we uh, went back to that game. But you know, road games are not the same as you no know, being in actual Cameron Indoor Stadium.
1: There's no doubt about that. Absolutely right, right. fantastic atmosphere and and uh, yeah. So now you you played one game in her home arena and Ohio State won that one. And now uh, you saw, you, she got to see your team win on on, on its home course. So there yeah, you go. Uh, well, I told her,
0: uh, if, it, if it happened again, she can't come with me no more games. So, <laughs> good thing that uh, we had a chance to, you know, pull it out and everything. But uh, I was like, hey, if it happens again, you're cut off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Very good, yeah. Fool me once, fool me twice, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that win over Florida State and kind of what, what we both saw. I mean, Duke ended up winning by 18. Obviously, Florida State is, because of injuries, not nearly as talented as they were last month when they beat Duke down in Tallahassee you know, four starters uh, were missing, you know, guys are in boots and in cast. It was a, you know, it's a sad thing for for the Seminoles, but uh, how did you think, what did you, what was your impression of seeing Duke in person this time as opposed to, you know, when you saw him last time back in November?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, sometimes when you have a young team and you see that on the other side, you kind of think to yourself that, you know, oh, we got an easy one today, you know, that type thing. And then you kind of get into that mindset where you're not – giving a punch early to try to hurry up and make them quit or make it, you know, know that this is going to be a long night for you guys, that type thing. And I'm watching the tip off and I'm like, okay, I don't recognize this starter, this starter, this starter. So I go on my phone. I'm like, Oh, starting five. I'm like, you know, it's it's not the same. So I'm like, all right, (laughs) what's going on? Although that number 11, uh, he did uh, surprise me, um, especially early in the first half when he came uh, the tall. um, Yeah. African uh, last night. Yeah, no, yeah, I think it's Nome. in GOM. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did surprise me because he came out and hit a, you know top of the key three and then he yeah. had a couple of baskets early. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. he's not a starter, you know, like, you know, the, yeah, that type <laughs> thing and everything. But um, just watching his team play, I was like, All right, well, we're gonna get on the run at some point. Some point. I'm like, but it kept battling against us, and then like all these guys were stepping up for Florida State, was hitting you know, key shots. And yeah. they wind up taking the lead. And all of a sudden, it's was like, you know, two-point us, two-point them, you know, advantage. And I'm like, all right, at some point, we're going to go on our famous Duke run. And I'm waiting for it and waiting for it. And then about, what, 11, 12 minutes into the game, uh, Joey Baker comes in the game. And he knocks down with three threes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we get that separation. And then we wind up, you know, you know taking care of the game after that. It was just mm-hmm. that. I was I was waiting for that early on, and I didn't think it was going to take that long in the first half to actually have that happen.
1: Yeah, Coach K mentioned that after the game, talking to us reporters was, you know, it was kind of one of those human nature things. Like, okay, like what you said, we're going to oh look at them, they're they're depleted. You know, Duke obviously wanted to beat them bad because of what happened in Tallahassee. He always want to get back and get that win. So I thought they can come out, and they were actually too over aggressive defensively, thinking they could just go out and steal the ball, and the passes would be weak. They'd be able to to get out in the passing lanes, and that left gaps in the defense because they were, you know, leaning too far, I guess, or j- jumping out there, right? So um, right, that's why right. they had so many points in the paint early, Florida State did. I think they had, right, you know, right, 26 to 26-36 uh, th- in the paint <laughs> early.
0: And that, that's a good point. I didn't think about that because I think uh, one of the first few plays of the game, if it wasn't his first or second play of the game, Paolo got the steal by jumping out in the passing lane and, thinking like that's you know, going to be like, you know, the rest of the night. Although Wendell, he did have about six or seven uh, steals that game. Yeah. So he was in the pass lane regardless and everything. But yeah. you know, his stat line was ridiculous again, you know, just covering the whole stats. Like, you know, he, the stat stuffer pretty much. You know, yeah, that's, that's how he's been, you know, pretty much all year. But it, it was crazy because I, I didn't think about that part where I'm like, okay, why are we giving up, you know, the backside? And I didn't think about like how aggressive we were trying to get the steal, and the initial pass. And if you're not getting that pass right away, you're putting not only yourself but the team in a disadvantage. And they are tall and athletic, and yeah. they're going to you know throw to the rim and just get you know easy layups.
1: Yeah, and that's that, again what Coach K talked about, and the players afterwards. Florida State has established themselves as a program now. They're they're a solid program every year, and it's kind of like. There's a culture about it. So, hey, they're missing four guys. Next four guys step in. They still played hard. They still played good defense. They they played sound basketball, even though they weren't as talented as the other guys, right? So, eventually, Duke's talent, you know, wore them out. But it wasn't going to be easy. It wasn't an easy game. Uh, it ended up being an 18-point win. But I don't think it felt like that. Well, I know it didn't in the first half. And took early in the second half for Duke to finally pull away, you know, and get it done. Yeah, at all. I
0: mean, also, <laughs> you know, uh, Hamilton, Coach Hamilton is going to have these very tough defensive minor players anyway. So it's going to be hard anyway. And it, it got into what? The second half until uh, Apollo got himself going. Because, you know, for the first time, uh, first half, he's like, you know, a lot of people being thrown at him, a lot of uh, long wind, you know, linky uh, defenders were just kind of collapsing on him. So he couldn't really break free. And then all of a sudden in the second half, he was able to get that first dunk see the ball go into the basket. And then all of a sudden you start seeing a couple more dunks after that. And he's actually being more aggressive in the second half.
1: Yeah, no, that was, uh, and he's done that a couple of times this year recently, actually, where it's him a little while to get into the flow of the game. I know he had a couple of thousand in the first half and that kind of sets you back a little bit, but, uh, right, right. I think he had, uh, four, he had 17 points, I think 13 were in the second half. So, um, eventually, you know, his talent's going to win out and everything. And, uh, and because of that, Duke covered the spread. They were, I think, they were a 15 or 16 point uh, favorite, and they won by 18, uh, which um, is something that our, uh, one of our sponsors is bet online, and uh, uh, that that kind of can roll us into talking about our great sponsorship and what they do for us. Because football season uh, might be over, but basketball is now in full steam for both pro and college hoops. For all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where. To where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, you get a 50% bonus on your first deposit when you sign up and use our promo code Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage—the best in the business. Sports right now to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online where the game starts. And there'll be plenty of betting going on. We get to March Madness next month too. It's uh, getting that time of year conference tournaments are just a couple of weeks away. And, you know, I wanted to uh, discuss what, you know, the state of the team is right now because, uh, they're 23-4. and four. They have a sparkling, you know, it's a solid record, first place in the ACC. Um, you know, I think, they're, I think they're equipped to make a run. Uh, you know, obviously they've had a couple of uh, losses that, you know, things got away from them, but it, it looks like you've got, uh, you know, Trevor Keels is back playing well. He plays solid de- defense. He hit some shots yesterday. Mancaro inside and outside doing his thing. Mark Williams uh, and Theo John make a good, you know, post uh, rotation there. Uh, so, uh, you know, and Joey Baker came off the bench yesterday. You mentioned him, that game was totally different. Joey Baker didn't make those shots. So, and he's your seventh or eighth guy, like, you know, in the rotation. So right, it seems right, like Duke's right, deep this right. year. Um, you know, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even mention AJ. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's really your first time seeing him play much in person, right? Cause he didn't play yes. much at Ohio state.
0: Right, right,
1: right. Yeah. What do you think about what he brings to the team seeing him in person?
0: Um, I've been kind of a big fan of his, um, you know, AJ, um, since his emergence, since when he got inserted into the uh, uh, Wake Forest game, I believe. Yes. Uh, Got inserted into the Wake Forest uh, starting lineup. Right. I've been a big fan of his emergence ever since then. I mean, this guy's been unbelievable unbelievable for us. I mean, shooting, you know, over 50% from the three point uh, line. He's attacking the basket. Uh, I didn't realize how athletic he was uh, until I saw him really in person. You know, you see it on TV. It's a little bit different. Like, okay, you know, he made a nice move. But actually seeing it and then seeing the authority he actually does, you know, his dunks with, I was very impressed with what I saw, you know, from right there. But, I mean, like you said, this team is deep. And for us to get these guys going now, and I'm hoping it carries over throughout the rest of the Season going into the ACC tournament and then the real tournament with you know March Madness, but yeah. having uh kills, having making his shots last night in the game, uh, having him having that confidence to continue to keep shooting those you know those shots, it's just that I just hope that one, uh, Joey Baker still can be that light for us, you know when we need him to come off the bench and uh, be that spark, and then get you know Jeremy Roach get him going on offensively, uh, offensively and. You know, this guy, he's been, uh, you know, solid for us, you know, playing good defense. And then all of a sudden, he's going from the starting lineup back to the uh, bench and, back you mm-hmm. know, back and forth. And, you know, it, it kind of plays with your psyche a little bit. And you can tell a little bit, you know, he's not as sure as of, of himself mm-hmm. as he was earlier in the season. And, you know, some sometimes a couple of turnovers he had that he wouldn't have had, you know, a few games ago. But I'm hoping that he gets back, his mindset gets back right because we're going to need him as well
1: too. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, he's an important guy. Uh just like when Keels was coming off the bench and Roach was starting, Keels was important. as a sixth man and you flip it now and you still need, you know, Roach to give you, you know, a solid 15-20 minutes at least of play, uh uh low turnovers, high assists. Speaking of assists, how, you mentioned Wendell Moore earlier. How about that pass he did for AJ Griffin for that dunk late in the first half? You know what I'm talking about? The half yeah, court. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a half court <laughs> bounce pass. I mean, I think I saw on IG today that they had a comparison. Um, I forgot who passed it to Zion um when Zion was here. It was Zion it.
1: to Trey Jones. It was actually um, Zion that did the
0: pass. Zion, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Right. Zion okay. and Trey Jones. And then yeah. he had um uh, um Wendell. Um who, who did he pass it to again?
1: To AJ Griffin.
0: To AJ Griffin, yeah.
1: That yeah. was that dunk he had that. That really
0: dunk, right, right. Yeah. So um they had a comparison by side by side and it was almost identical. Yeah, you know, Outside of you know Trey doing a layup and everything, but yeah, the pass yeah. itself was you know, <laughs> was identical. <laughs> but you know Trey and uh, Tyus, it was in uh, in town as well too. So it was yeah. good to see uh, those guys you know come back on the All Star break uh, and watch the game. You know, I know current players have a hard time you know trying to come back the season, especially this year, with it being the last year. So it was cool to see uh, you know those two guys come back and you know with their family and yeah experience it.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, that the list yesterday, uh, they had to do do it twice. They list, they announced the former players, so everybody gets their gets their ovation. And uh they had to do it two times, once in the first half, once in the second half, because there's so many people that were back because of all-star weekend. It was yeah. really nice. And you mentioned AJ Griffin, his dad got to come to the game yesterday.
0: That was his first time coming to the game too. Yeah, so yeah. it was cool to see that. And as well too. I mean, yeah, uh, with him being with the Toronto Raptors, you know, he don't have a chance to, you know, come into the country and watch, you know, his son play live. Right. But, uh, it, it was cool to actually see that happen. Um, you know, as always going to be, you know, with me being a father, I understand, you know, every time I go back to watch my daughter now that she's actually, you know, paying attention to sports and want to play sports. I, I feel that sense of, you know, pride to actually watch, you know, my, my kid actually do what, sure. what she wants to do and everything, too. So I, I can't imagine that, you know, for him to see his son, you know, especially with all the adversity he had to overcome through. Mm-hmm. End of his high school career and also the start of Duke career and then now the way that he's playing right now has been you know unbelievable that's why I say I'm a, I'm a big fan of his emergence you know just everything he had had to overcome
1: yeah exactly and and you mentioned you
0: know,
1: he's showing more athleticism that has come along uh, as he's gotten right. healthier right the way he's driving and, and dunking and uh, driving and looking for fouls now whereas maybe before he was a little bit timid because he didn't have the explosiveness you know go off that knee. And he's there now. He really is there. And, you know, I think he's somebody I, I've, I've called him the X factor for this team all season. I think, you know, when when he's shooting well, when he, if he scores 20 points or more, they're going to win. I don't care who they're playing because they have so many other pieces. Um, he doesn't have to score 20 points for them to win. But if he does, like the game against Carolina and Chapel Hill, right? right. It's, it, and it's,
0: it's great for us. You know, if he does, it's <laughs> great for us. I mean, like I said, if he's, if he's scoring 20 plus points. And we know that Apollo's doing his thing, and then Kiel's doing his thing. You know, we're gonna be really tough to, to beat. You know, with Marker doing his thing in the inside as well, we're gonna be really hard. You know, to to hang with. It just, I'm hoping that we have all those guys on
1: more so than not. You know, remainder of the season. Exactly. So I know again talking, you know, with the players and everything. You know, a lot of times when teams set goals, I mean, you, you want to win the regular season, the ACC. But it's not the be-all, end-all. It's more about, you know, seeding for March Madness and uh, seeding for the ACC tournament. Um, This year, unlike any other year I've been around the program, the last 10 or 11, people are very outspoken about, we want to win the regular season. Uh, Wendell said it yesterday to us, Wendell Moore. You know, we won three championships. Our goal was ACC regular season, ACC tournament, and, of course, the big one in in the last weekend in – Uh, First weekend of April, the Monday night, you know, in in New Orleans, the national championship. Right, right. right. So, um, you know, the race right now, Duke's a game ahead of Notre Dame, uh, two games ahead of Miami and Wake Forest. Uh, And Duke also has a tiebreaker over Notre Dame because they beat them head to head. So really, it's like a two game lead right now with four games to play. And that's a pretty good spot to be in. Um, You know, the next uh, uh, three games are on the road, starting with Virginia. Uh, which talk about revenge factor. Yeah, revenge.
0: And it's going to be a tough one because you're playing at their place now, too. So it's going to be a a, a tough game. Um, I'm hoping that we come in and take care of business from the start because, you know, they're a team that likes to play in the low uh, 60s or maybe even high 50s, you know, if they want to play that slow down defense, you know, um, uh, walk the ball up type thing and, you know, just kind of make you work, make the defense work, you know, during the whole shot clock uh, process and everything. So, I'm hoping that in the back of the, our minds, the whole game that you know, like they they beat us, you know, they beat us, even though we came back and made it a game at the end. Yeah, they was have they was having the game pretty much in control, you know, pretty much the whole time
1: and at our place too. So it didn't sit well. Uh, you know, I I do want to talk about that game real quick, if we fast flashback right. to that Monday night because um, uh, it goes into what we're talking about with the ACC race here. Uh, that that was two days after Duke had you know won the big game at Carolina, Coach K's last trip to Chapel Hill. you know, the students in 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 the Dean Dome had that really profane chant, you know, F coach K, right, which right, right. he uses that word all the time. I'm sure he's not bothered by it, but yeah right. it was't you know it was it was pretty <laughs> rude, but anyway, uh-huh. it's right. a rivalry, you know right, so right, right. my point was the team wins that game emphatically. They're feeling great about themselves mm-hmm. now forty eight hours later they gotta play again, they got to play a very tough team that, you know, is in your face defensively. Virginia is a program. Now, like we mentioned with Florida state, they're not just team is here and there and everywhere They're They are a program now. So, um, I always call that the toughest game for Duke every year, that mentally tough the game right after the first Carolina game, because you're still in the regular season. Even if you lost that game, you gotta, you know, you gotta shake it off and, and come back. And, uh, that was just a tough game, and Duke had to do a lot of things wrong for Virginia to win. Even though you said it was close at the end, it was they hit three pointer with you know one second to go. But even Coach K said, even if that shot misses and Duke wins, he said, he said we weren't worthy of winning tonight. We didn't play. We didn't do enough things right to win. And uh, that's really obviously it's the last game they've lost. They've won four in a row since then. But that's just kind of you know um, the mentality of uh, of still a team with freshmen. They're trying to get things together and. You hope by now they've kind of moved beyond that, right? That, that they've gotten that that togetherness in every game. Okay, we gotta be we gotta play worthy of winning to win the game.
0: Right, right. And I, I hope so too. I mean, especially now that we're deep in the season, but at the end of the day, they're still young players. Um, one thing I didn't really uh, think about until I was I was talking to Coach K um two days ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of these guys they didn't play their senior year because of COVID, you know, that type thing, whatever. So they're missing that part of their season coming into a next level. So all that habits that they actually been doing, they haven't had it corrected where when things go wrong or you're tired, fatigued and revert back to your old habits, Mm -hmm. they haven't been here long enough to actually, you know, stay the course and keep that same routine and that same rhythm And no matter what's going on, we know that this is what we're going to do X, Y, Z. Some of these young kids are, you know, battling the fact that they've been having bad habits and getting away with it because they've been, you know, superstars in high school and so much better than everybody else. now you're on Mm -hmm. the next level where everybody has been the same way. Now, all of a sudden, things are different. And you still kind of revert back to your old habits. But I'm hoping that these, these players have... One, they all good character guys. That's yeah. one thing that I, I really noticed as well. I mean, it's not like Coach K gets knuckleheads like that anyway. Right. But it, helps out, it helps out that it's all good character guys. So these guys are willing to work and willing to put in the work to do these things, to make things go smoothly and work into committing to the right way to win. And I think that's something that we are learning still. But I think we have a, a bigger jump from the last time that we talked about this earlier this season.
1: Yeah. And Wendell Moore yesterday uh, uh, on that same topic uh, was talking to us and said, you know, he was taking a lot of blame for that loss still yesterday because we're going to you know, get ready to play Virginia again, right? So, so we were talking about that. And uh, one of us said, one of my colleagues said, uh, you know, Wendell, is it okay if I say you're being too hard on yourself? And he's like, that's okay. I'm the captain. I make, you know, he and Joey are the captains and he said, my job is to be hard on myself. So I'm hard. on, So I correct these things. So I'm accountable for it. So, uh, I think what you're talking about is spot on. I think that, that, that they're learning and you hope that by now they've, they've corrected that, but, but it is, it's, it's in their minds. They know, you know, we can't do what we did before we got, if we're going to win this game Wednesday night. So that's what you want.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Quick break here because we have a new sponsor on our podcast tonight. Nord, uh, Nord VPN is a, is a new sponsor. And Sheldon's going to tell us all about that.
0: Yes, Nord VPN. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what Nord VPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. VPN, NordVPN is the world's best VPN VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices. No matter the operating system, NordVPN unlimited bandwidth, you would never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe. That's B-L-E-A-B to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord 30-day
1: money back guarantee. All right. We thank Nord for joining us as a sponsor here on the Believe in Duke podcast. So uh, it's getting the time of year. Um, I mentioned earlier, we're just two weeks left in the regular season. And we're going go to go into Brooklyn for the ACC and then March Madness. You know, yesterday, uh, we're taping this on Sunday the 20th. So yesterday, uh, the NCAA selection committee did their um, their early reveal or their early look at how the, right. if the tournament started today, here's who would be seated where as far as the top 16. Uh, you know, Duke was was number eight overall, uh, number two seed in the west. They were the lowest number two seed. So they were seed. Gonzaga is the number one overall team, and so they had Duke and Gonzaga, uh, both in the West. And uh, so I, I, I wondered about that, you know, a couple of weeks ago after they lost that game to Virginia. The Virginia loss is a, is a quad three, you know, uh because it was Virginia's in the 80s as far as the um the old RPI, now it's called net because that was a home game at Cameron that counts as a a quad three Virginia. If they get up to number 75, that would be a quad two. But anyway, that's like, you know, nobody else in the top 20 teams has any quad three losses. Like Duke's really one of the only ones now because of that Virginia game. So if Virginia keeps winning other than Wednesday night against Duke that will actually help Duke to get that away. But so I wanted, I was leading up to say, I wonder if they'd be a two or a three seed. They were barely on the two seed line. That's committee chairman said, it was down to Duke and Villanova. Villanova was the top of the threes. Duke was the bottom of the twos. He said Duke's wins over Gonzaga and Kentucky. What, what set them apart? So it's good to hear the committee saying, hey, you went out in the non-conference and you won these big games. We're going to reward you for that. So I thought that was fair. I don't know what you thought. I thought that was a, a fair place for Duke to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously yeah. I want them a little bit higher. Um, yeah. You know, as me being biased, but yeah, I understand that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with them being uh, the two seed going out, um, going out west, it's kind of like, kind of reminds me of uh, if it did happen my freshman year where we went out, you know, to, to the west when we uh, we played against, um, we went up playing against, uh, I think, Kansas, who's a, I think they were the number one seed in the west at the time, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. 2003, went, yeah they want to go into uh, the final four, um, with them and Mark, Kevin, be way at, um, yep, exactly.
1: Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so it kind of reminded me of that situation where we had to fly all the way out to, you know, Utah and then back again out there to, um, Anaheim to play, but, but honestly, um, everything will take care of itself if we take care of the rest of our, our, our games. So if we have the chance to go ahead and uh, lock in these next what, four or five games, get us here. I mean, I, you got Virginia, Virginia, Syracuse, Pitt, and then um, Carolina. Yep, that's and it. Then, and then take care of a C tournament, and then I think that we, we will be in a good position not only to maybe have a chance to beat that last number one seed, just the way we, just the way that the the season has been going. I mean, we saw Auburn lose to uh, Florida was there, uh, last night. Yeah. Yep. Um, exactly. Yeah. I mean, same day that you know the, election, the selection early selection came out and everything, but they was. They lost, uh, but it's always going to be somebody outside of you know because I don't think they can lose again because they don't play anybody right like <laughs> like everybody else <laughs> does. But sure, uh, yeah. But outside of that, I think uh, everybody else has a chance because the way the season's been going, it's been you know people getting knocked off from you know, left and right. So they, they have a chance to just you know if we just put our blinders on, stick to what we got in front of us, everything else will fall in place.
1: Yeah, because uh, you know Duke has won four in a row and nine in the last ten. The only loss is that, you know, the buzzer beater loss to Virginia, right? When Beekba makes a three-pointer with one second to go. Duke was winning that game by two points. He had a chance to close it out, made some mistakes defensively and uh, and let it happen. But anyway, not to, not to draw on that, but that's just the one game they lost. So the point is they're playing really good basketball. I mean, really good. They're, they haven't – nobody's come in and just stuck it to them and said, okay, we're better than you. We're going to beat you. That didn't happen right. in a long right. time. So right. uh, uh, good for them and uh, at, at the right time, right? That's the cliche. You're right. playing the best at the right time.
0: And it's also good that uh, the next three out of four are on the road and we play a little bit better on the road than we do yes. uh, at home. So that could go by, you know, well, well for us as well.
1: It certainly does. And that's uh, – I, I I've been on all these road games. And, you know, when they came out the way they played against Notre Dame, uh, that was just tremendous. They came out and really stuck it to them on the road. That was a tough environment. And then uh, the Clemson game, you know, that's the game when, when Wendell Moore – I thought he You saw the arm, player yeah, talking
0: yeah, about, right? It, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, uh, I was looking at the game and uh, I, I think I was getting ready to go to the bathroom or something. Man. I was like, oh, I, 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 I got to say, he about yeah. to get a break already done, so I'm about to see something. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, he really just ran into a window like that? and It could have been a lot worse than what it was. You know, thank goodness it wasn't. Yeah. But, it could have been a lot worse than what it was. And obviously he got, you know, thrown out the game and everything, but yeah, I, I, I haven't seen a play like that in a long time. I'm like, what was he actually thinking uh, to do something like that? And I mean, too, he had a, another scary um, moment at, at, uh, at Duke. When, yes, yes, when, uh, yes.
1: I thought when, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Like I think we all like, did. Yeah. yeah,
0: he went up to um, to try to deter a pass from one of the bigs, and then yeah. he wind up landing on his arm and back and everything. I'm like, yeah, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the one guy that you know everybody knows that he's the captain, and everybody listens to this guy on the team, yeah. and we can't afford to have him hurt or lost in you know, the rest of the season. So no. again, thank goodness that wasn't the situation in it. Again, but it's amazing, yeah, it's amazing.
1: Stop <laughs> scaring us like
0: that. Stop scaring us like that for exactly. real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> when he hit the current yesterday, all of us on presto turned to each other like wow. Is he and he hopped right up. Is he made an iron? Oh my god, I don't want to tip that but <laughs> right but, right uh, seriously. Yeah, no, he's he's playing great. I mean he's yeah that was great. So that just again talking about how well they played on the road you know they overcame that. Uh, then they beat Boston college up there. And now it's time to go to Virginia and then Syracuse. That'll be a neat day. The last time Kay and uh, coach K and, and Jim Beheim square off against each other. I know they think a lot of each other right, and, uh, right. and they're good. They're really good friends. And then uh, after that, and we'll talk about this on the next episode, but then they're going to go to Pittsburgh and that's Jeff Capel's team. Right. So right, right. that'll be, that'll be a big night for everybody. Uh, so um, yeah, uh, it's, it's exciting. And we're, we're, We'd we love to talk about it. we love to talk to you basketball uh, on this podcast. And uh, you can follow my coverage of the Blue Devils uh, at newsobserver.com. Uh, for the Raleigh News and Observer, I'll be at every game, uh, as I have all year. And uh, my coverage there are on, on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Steve Wiseman NC. Uh, Sheldon is on Twitter also at uh, – landlord just, right no no, just my name Sheldon Williams so ah, okay
0: yeah just my name Sheldon yeah. Williams is on uh, <laughs> it's easy enough right <laughs> uh, yeah Twitter, IG, yeah just my name Sheldon Williams uh, you can find me on those uh, uh social media outlets yeah and I'll be uh, talking the game while watching it and everything too so uh, if you have any questions or want to shout hey talk basketball I'm here to talk
1: that sounds good and uh, again we'll join you next week on our next uh, episode of Believe in Duke Thanks for listening to it this this week. Thanks for listening to us all season long. And uh, everybody take care.
0: All right. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to Believe.